Hi, friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to welcome you guys to today's episode. We're super excited to be with you again each week to bring you topics that are just on our heart, different things that God's speaking to us. Um, but first, we want to invite you to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Lots of stuff about us there. You can find out how you can partner with us, connect with us, past articles and podcasts there as well. So getting into today's episode, um, I really kind of want to talk about something that we've kind of touched a little bit about in season one, but I think it's worth taking a deeper dive into. And it's the topic of identity crisis when you don't know who you are. <laughs> so, but I'm going to start off by just reading this excerpt from Jennifer E. Vaz. And so I'm just going to read this to you guys because I think it's super good. Identity crisis. Peter went into an identity crisis after Jesus died and he verbally betrayed him three times. He was an apostle of Christ, but lost sight of it when he lost hope for the future. When we have an identity crisis, our tendency is to go back to our old identity. That's what Peter did. He told the others, let's go fishing. You can find that in um, John 21, 3. The only thing is Peter was a fisherman, but now he was an apostle. Jesus must have known Peter would return to his fishing as he stood on the shore and released to Peter a miraculous catch of fish. Jesus then dealt with Peter's identity, saying three times to him, Do you love me? Then feed my sheep. Once for each time that Peter betrayed him. He was restoring Peter back to his true identity. He was an apostle, not a fisherman. So I just want to ask you guys, are you in an identity crisis? Have you returned to your old identity? Jesus is calling you back into the real you, the most awesome you, the great you. Life may have changed, you may have lost something. You haven't lost his gifts, callings, or purpose, though. You are being restored to your real identity. And I just think that is so amazing because just like we, we were talking about, Jesus called Peter who he was, not who he was not. And how many times in life are we labeled like, you're, oh, he's an adulterer or she's a liar or, you know, or whatever, or that person's an addict. We label people, but Jesus sees, you know, when he looks at you, he sees you as a redeemer or a restorer of, of families, you know, but as tendency we look at people and we prejudge them by their old man. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today because I think it's really fascinating how we can 
so easily lose sight of who we are, especially when hard times come. It's like when things are going good, you're like, you know, I am this warrior for Jesus. You know, I, I can slay dragons. I can cut down giants. I can do anything with, with Jesus. And then all of a sudden this storm comes and you're like, you run and you hide and you're like, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. You know, all of a sudden you forget who you are. You, but the thing is, is that it doesn't change whether you're on the mountain or you're in the valley, your identity, who Jesus says you are never changes. So if he calls you a warrior, even if you're hiding in a cave, you're the warrior. He's just waiting for you to wake up again and find out who you are. So what do you think about that? I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> no, you know, he's, he, he, when they say your identity in Christ, it's not your identity in the world. Right. Um, Cause just like the individual you talked to this morning, her and her husband, they both have some really deep, dark past. Yeah. What do we do? A lot of people do. Yeah. Like the whole church is. But, um, you know, in his case, there's been situations even in a job placement lately where he got a really good job at a new um, factory and he's gotten favor there. And, you know, when they find out about his past that he was pretty much a drug dealer, big drug dealer in this area. He went to prison for several years and he's been redeemed. He's been prophesied over just a few weeks ago that he's got an evangelistic, you know, future. Um, I mean, he's on fire for God and he's proven it. He's proven it to his family. You know, there was, he had situations where his family didn't trust him. He's proven it to his family. He's proven it to the friends. He's proven it to the community. He's, you know, he's literally friends with the same individuals that was picking him up and arresting the law enforcement individuals. He's literally friends with them now. Isn't that funny? And visits them and has went to church with them and, you know, but still, that being said, you know, there's, he told me recently, you know, there was, there's been people at this factory said when they find out his past and they came out of prison, they're like, how do you have a job here? You know? Right. And that's the world's identity of you. Mm -hmm. God's identity is a whole different thing. And he's walking in God's identity. Yeah. So that's going to override everything the world says, everything the world sees. No matter what, I mean, no matter what at all, no matter how many people in your community is saying things about you, if you have truly changed your life and you're walking the walk out differently and you're walking in the identity that God has for you and has restored and redeemed you into that identity, it don't matter if the entire community is coming against you. They cannot change the facts of your true identity in God. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that even helps me is because um, when you don't know who you are, you start to believe what others say you are and which 99.9% .9 of the time isn't accurate, isn't accurate. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's so important to know who you are and sometimes 
you you may you you may literally not know who you are. And so what I have to do, especially when the enemy starts to come against my thoughts and my mind and my emotions, is I usually will go away in my room, I'll have to shut the door, and I will have to say, Alicia, you are highly favored. You are loved. You are a daughter of a king. Mm-hmm. You are a princess. You yes. are desired. You were chosen. I have to speak these things over myself because the enemy only wants to get you to believe the lie, which is usually the opposite of what the truth is. So if he says you're a nobody, well, guess what? The truth is, is that you're somebody pretty important in the kingdom. And so I think it's so important to, especially if you don't know who you are, open your Bible. (laughs) Find out who you are. It's full. But one thing I also wanted to say is talking about, talking about identity is, you know, the story of the woman with the issue of blood. She's still labeled to this day, even though she was healed as the woman with the issue of blood. Do you see where I mean? Mm -hmm. She, that's no longer her her identity. She was healed. But when we tell these stories in church or whatever, or sing the song, or sing the song, the woman with the issue of blood, but that's not her identity anymore. She's healed. Right. And so it's so important to know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, open your Bible, you know, sit in prayer with God, ask him, who am I to you? And wait for him to respond because he will tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, I think that's a really super important place to start, especially if you have low self-esteem, which that was me for a long time, but that is not me any longer. Right. <laughs> but it is to sit with God and just say, what, what do you think about me? Or what do you love about me? And guess what? He's going to tell you something amazing about yourself. Mm-hmm. You will never hear God say something to you that's going to tell you, oh, you're disgusting. You're a liar. You're, you will not. If, if you're hearing that, that's the voice of the enemy. Yeah. And you can just toss that out. But in closing, I really just wanted to read another Um excerpt because this was just so powerful. Oh my gosh. So powerful because especially as women, women tend to label other women so easy. We label women by how they look or how they dress or how they smell or with a circle that they hang in. Like women label women very, very easily. And I I know men do that as well, but I think women predominantly do this a little bit more. And so I saw this and it was from Real Talk Kim and it was just so profound. If you are a woman who has been labeled 
And I just want to say this, if you have been labeled any of these, dust off those labels and keep going. Be yourself because others will adjust. But to all the women who to all the women who are labeled aggressive, keep being assertive. If you've been labeled bossy, keep on leading. If you've been labeled difficult, keep on telling the truth. If you've been labeled she's too much, keep on taking up space. If you've been labeled she's awkward, keep asking hard questions. If you've been labeled she's too loud, keep on being happy, fun, and contagious with glory. If you've been labeled, oh, she's a know-it-all, keep reading, growing, and leveling up because you are a movement. Don't shrink yourself to make other people happy. You can be all things. You can grow a family. You can nurture a family. You can shape people's lives. You can heal people's heart. You can be a millionaire or a billionaire. <laughs> and you can come back from hell. From You can come back from anything while carrying buckets of water to help put out fires in other people's lives. Be yourself. You are beautiful that way. You're a trailblazer and you're a world, you're a world changer. And so I really just wanted to share that with you guys because it was just so impactful to me that just because someone says, this is who you are, that does not mean that is who you are. You are what God says you are, period, period. (laughs) So we just really hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Please like, share, rate, review. Check out our website, Making Beauty with the Ashes. And until next time, we bless bless you. you.